What? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hi! Hey, viewing party listeners! You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag Mini Pod Squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eating snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing party. What's a test? Viewing party. Chanting all over your tatum. Viewing party. Live from a nursing home. It's. <laughs> Viewing party <laughs> with your host Katie and Wesley. This is our new way of opening up. It's super loud and exciting. <laughs> hey everyone, we're hanging out with our grandmas. Say hi, grandmas. <laughs> Not actually with any grandmas. That right now. was Matilda. Obviously, <laughs> we're at Wesley's apartment where her cat is about to hiss at me. Yeah, probably. Are you ready? Is everybody ready? She's giving him a purse. Close. And there's the hiss. Cue the hissing. All right, run away. Bye. <laughs> I like get really nervous that she's just gonna like lose it. I, she never has. I jump up behind me. Like she might jump up behind you, but she's not like gonna attack you. <sighs> that is the last thing I need today. <laughs> she I, just really likes this blanket. So I, uh, she might come sit on it. Really? Is that what? No, she mm-hmm. loves this blanket. And then she'll hiss in my face <laughs> with her teeth. <laughs> I don't know. Your cat is like a hissy fit, <laughs> and mine was like trying to. Cover up the other cat's throw up this morning, I think. Cats are great. Cats are weird, <laughs> the podcast. Uh, no, let's think... park and wreck, unless you wanted to talk more about no, cats. I was just going to say, I think this is the earliest we've ever recorded this podcast. I think I think there was one other Saturday, but even that was like a 10 a.m. Yeah. Deal. This was like 9 a.m., y'all. Wesley made me breakfast. <laughs> it did. Was I, I, I said, if we're going to watch a terrible movie, we should at least have bacon. I, so. Yeah. <laughs> I busted a kneecap on my on the way up the stairs. Oh, man. So I've got an ice pack on that bad boy right now. <laughs> um, and, um, uh, yeah, so it's been an exciting morning. <laughs> my knee is on the mend. Good. It's, uh, you know, it's doing its thing, so nobody get worried. I'm sure y'all listening to this in the future, so... <laughs> I might have died. I might be fine. I'm gonna, sure you'll we'll, be okay. We'll find out next week. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out if I'm still here. So I'll just start have a guest next week and yeah. just not mention it at just, all. Uh, <laughs> oh, my lord. Uh, did you watch anything this week? You did, right? Didn't you? Um, Let's see. You saw things? I finally finished Pushing Daisies after like six months. Hooray! So that's good. How does it end? It ends pretty, like, I feel like they knew they were canceled, so they, like, finished the last episode and then added, like, and here's what happened to everyone at the end. So it, like, kind of wrapped it up. Okay, so no one, like, died and it wasn't, like, tragic and stuff? No. Nothing. Man. I was really hoping. Well, I mean, there's always someone who dies because it's a murder mystery show, but it wasn't a main character or anything. Cool. But... I also watched, I really, I don't know that I've talked about this yet, have you seen the stand-up special Nanette on Netflix? I have not seen it yet. Um, I think I watched it a few weeks ago, and it is so good. I've heard amazing things So, so good. Um, Basically, everything amazing you've heard about it is true, and you should definitely watch it, and then watch it like six more times after that. Good. 
I love stuff like that. I'm not usually a stand-up person. No, you sit down a lot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, this was super great, so. Good! I don't want to spoil it. Not that Great. No, yeah. don't spoil that. Yeah. You can spoil pushing daisies. Pushing up daisies? Just pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. Yeah. Are they daisy salesmen? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're dead. That's we're why out they're here pushing p- daisies. I know. We're out here pushing daisies. Like, what? <laughs> You're killing people? Uh, I didn't really watch anything this week except The Bachelorette. Yeah. Ding. Ready for The Bachelorette update? Yes. Okay. Bachelor Nation. This week, they went and they met the families of... The four people. Yes, you told us it was hometown. It's hometown week. Oh, man. It was pretty boring. <laughs> um, I barely watched it. I just sort of had it playing and was like, yep, concerned parents are who were like, like, people, like she's, go, she's lovely and going home and meeting families and the parents are all like, can I, can I have a chat with you real quick? And they're like, son, how do you feel? And they're all like, oh, my God. Oh, this is... Uh, I'll, I really, I love her. I'm, t- I'm falling in love with her. They don't have that accent. <laughs> and then she's all like, tell me about how they're in the kitchen. And they're like, uh, pretty bad. And she's like, okay, I get to know. <laughs> she's like, I mean, yeah, like, this is kind of an unconventional way to date people. But, like, I just, I really care about your son. And I want to make sure that he's not hurt. And it's like, you're out, you're hurt, you're out here hurting people. <laughs> you signed, a, like, a television deal to hurt people publicly. Which, again. Yeah. Hey, NBC or ABC or whoever. I think it's ABC. Chris Harrison, I'm available to be the Bachelorette. I am down to hurt people on television. I'm here to send people home. Not here to make friends. Only here to make boyfriends. I'm here to make boyfriends. Oh, man. Uh, I would just be, I would just love being on that show. And it would be so painful and I would love every second of the drama. Like, I would just thrive in it. That is an environment I would really thrive in. <laughs> Not many. Like, I wouldn't thrive in, like, a desert. <laughs> Which is exactly bachelor. like The Bachelor. <laughs> They're just, so similar. You know, when I think about, you know, biodomes, <laughs> The Bachelor is definitely one, is one of them. in which I would flourish. <laughs> uh, um, anyways, so she met all the people, and then she went to talk to her gal pals, and, like about the boys yeah they do this whole thing here's the thing I'm gonna try and be as brief as I can okay they everything's staged <laughs> but like people actually do develop like legitimate feelings yeah and, like, it, yeah you know it hurts and stuff but like they bring in all her friends which are like all the girls from the last season of the bachelorette yeah her friends her best friends yeah and a lot of them are actually friends right like cause I follow them all on social media and they do like Interact legit hang out yeah, like, they're hanging out all the time. Like, there's always photos of them, and they're like, oh, I love you. I want to be your friend, too. And the... So they bring in all the girls, and they're and she's just like, oh, these guys are great, and this guy's great, and Jason is the best kisser in the whole world. And they're all like, wow, <laughs> with mimosas. <laughs> they did. They of have, course, like, a yeah. whole, like, cheese platter set up and some, like, meat, and they never touch the food, but they are holding mimosas. Yeah. Sounds right. <laughs> it's very, they're not allowed to eat. Did you know that? They never eat on camera. They always have, are set up at these beautiful, like, fake dinners, and yeah. they don't ever, they're not allowed to actually eat the food. 
weird. I think they feed them off camera. Like, this is the thing. They feed them off camera, set them down at, like, dinner. Yeah. And then they just talk and make out the whole time. That's so weird. But I would be like, <laughs> that is the one part of The Bachelor. You're like, I'm going to need you to but I'd be like, adjust this. Don't put this cheesecake in front of me. <laughs> and expect me not to be like, uh-huh. <laughs> and like, listen, like, tell me more about your childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> like, down in some cheesecake. <laughs> like, I'd be so mad. Because then they just get up and I'm like, nobody ate the food. We need to eat the That's food. That's weird. Yeah, it's a thing. It's so a thing. Weird. They never eat on camera. It's so weird. But they'll, like, have... They, but they, like, give the, they give the cast members, like, tons of alcohol because it'll, like, loosen them up. <laughs> yeah. So they're not often super drunk, but they're usually buzzed the whole time because they're, like, looser and they'll say things and their interviews are fun. And oh, geez. They'll be like, mm, like, they just get, like, it's a yeah. higher energy. Super weird. You would just give them cocaine, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not like I don't for think that's it. Legal. I'm not for it. However, like if you really wanted a crazy show with some real drama, drugs. Um. Anyways, so she meets with the gal pals, and then one of them's like, Tia's all like, "Can I talk to you?" And she's like, "Listen, I really have feeling like really strong feelings for Colton, and it really hurts watching you, like, like knowing that he's this far, and it kind of like kills me, and it makes me feel sick, and I just I like." I would hate for you to keep going and choose him and like that not have been said previously and so okay thanks bye <laughs> and then all the girls go home <laughs> it's like oh, cool and everyone looks all shocked like what are they going to talk about you're like you know they're talking about colton they're the only common denominator these people have anymore <laughs> besides having the same ex-boyfriend like yeah they have two of the same ex-boyfriends now that's not really anyways so then she colton went home Surprise. Rose ceremony. Colton went home. I already knew Colton was going home. So, of course, my bachelorette bracket is all the way up. Nice. I'm third in my, uh, what's it called? I don't know. I don't know. It's like a, like a league. A league. Yeah. I'm third in my league. <laughs> nice. If I had, if I hadn't missed that first week, like I didn't like get like a bracket going during the first rose ceremony, I might be on top. Nice. Because I've been correct the last five weeks in a row that's crazy exactly who's going home super stoked about it <sighs> so yeah Colton went home but I already knew it was going going home because it was leaked online that Tia and Colton end up on Bachelor in Paradise mm-hmm. but my favorite girl won't be because she's actually fallen in love IRL and has like a cool new boyfriend thanks Instagram <laughs> um yeah nice that's the Bachelor so it's down to like Blake and Garrett and Jason. Jason looks like a really friendly American psycho. Blake's like a good, like hometown kind of dude. He's a little, he seems a little young and insecure, but like, I think maybe he could do some self work and like break through that. He's also like the most fun. Like he dances a lot. He's like <laughs> high energy. Yeah. And then Garrett voted for Trump. So there's that. <laughs> but I think it's gonna come down to Blake and Garrett unless she goes for the. That's the thing, though. The fact that Jason is, like, the best kisser in the whole world throws a wild card in there. Because sometimes <laughs> they send home a really good person yeah. for a really hot person. And then they have to choose between, like, do I have someone who will take care of my heart or take care of my body? Yeah. Like, that's a legit choice that some people put themselves <laughs> through. I, of course, as a bachelorette, would be like, I love kissing you, but, like... 
<laughs> Every, nobody saw my little. I'm sure you could imagine. The, what is like, that called when you're like, mm, you're. <laughs> you can imagine awkward. based on that noise. <laughs> it's kind of like awkward. It's kind of like kind of like. Mm, okay. Yeah. So yeah, everybody already knows how my season would go. I'd be like, you can go home. I'm not walking you out. Because <laughs> of my knee. <laughs> um, but yeah. Cool. Bachelorette. So how many weeks are left? <sighs> like two. They have next week is fa- oh that was the other thing was Colton expressed to Chris Harrison that he's real nervous about going forward because next week is the fantasy suite week where they have the option to like spend the night mm-hmm. together or not. They can choose to have sex or not. Like the expectation is that you do whatever you're comfortable with. But like Colton was a virgin. He was like, what's the expectation here? And I'm like, yeah, yeah man, you've only known the girl for like 48 hours. <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. six weeks but of like, time. But like you only spend so, so many much hours with, with them. them. Yeah. So, I mean, by the time you're proposing, it's been two days, <laughs> which is horrifying. Yep. I'm seeing someone and I've spent probably more than 48 hours talking to this person in the last two weeks because I'm not also competing. <laughs> <laughs> There's not 25 other guys trying to get some time. <laughs> Well, there are, but, you know, who needs them? <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, Bachelorette, seen. everybody. Oh, it's going to be so good. I don't know what's going to happen next week. Apparently something, something real crazy goes down and she's crying and she's like, oh my God, I'm just like my ex. And it's like a revelation. And Oh no. It's going to be really exciting. It's going to be so good. Oh man. It's going to be so good. And then after that, I think they propose and stuff. and Almost done. We're almost done. Yeah. But then it's Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> this is now a year-round interest of mine. It's like, yeah. So sorry, everyone. We did watch a movie, though. We did watch a movie. <gasps> Where are we this week, Wesley? Where did we go? We went to the Tatumverse. Ah! Live from the Tatumverse on Saturday night! <laughs> It's Friday morning, actually. <laughs> but for you, it's Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Depending well, on... Whatever day you feel like listening to yeah, this. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's every day. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I oh, just God. gave Katie an existential crisis. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, this is like being at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting really close to actual enjoyable Tatum movies. Oh, we're so close. I can taste it. <laughs> I cannot taste it. I can taste the eggs and bacon. <laughs> it still smells morning. like bacon in here, so it's fine. <laughs> was it smoky when you were making the bacon, or did I daydream that in my like mm, I don't days so. of having a busted kneecap? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. I like using the term "bust a cap" when referring to my <laughs> knee, though. Like it's a it's horrifying funny. visual of like yeah. your kneecap bursting yeah, out. Yeah, that's terrifying. Like. With like yeah. flesh shards and everything, <laughs> but think, but in my mind, like it's just it's kind of like a just like there's no blood in my mind. There's just like some floppy skin. That's so like, gross. Like and like I'm bone. not sure that's better. <laughs> like it's kind of. I mean, it's better than all the blood, right? Uh, we saw a lot of blood in this movie. We did weirdly. Yeah. Okay, so this week we entered the Tatumverse and we watched the Son of No One. It this movie is the son of no one. And if you've never heard of it, neither had we. <laughs> You're not alone. We're here for you. <laughs> this movie had me. Okay, so should I read reviews first or 
I don't know. Let's wait till later and read reviews just to like not give any spoilers, even though we're going to spoil the whole thing. Okay. So like this movie is like a little over like an hour and a half or whatever. Yeah. I was looking up the cast because it you actually got, has a really interesting cast. It's got cast. a really good cast. It has, an, it like, has the idea. so much potential. That's what all the reviews said. It was like, great potential. It sucked. <laughs> well, because we got an hour in and we we're like, wow, nothing has actually happened for an hour. Yeah. But like the backstory like was interesting. Threats and backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Threats and backstory flashbacks and like. Boy, they were right though. The like I've been, I have never seen such spot on reviews. Maybe since the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Maybe like that was like the last time that these reviews were like dead on for the yeah. reviewers. Just like wow, Katie Holmes is really worried all the time. I'm like, yep, <laughs> she did an excellent job being worried. And like, I would be worried if my husband was like working like two hours away and nowhere to her to come home and my daughter is out here having seizures people are calling my house threatening me yeah like i'm gonna be a, a worried war i'm panic patty all day yeah. like <laughs> like this is not i'm gonna be about as cool as a habanero out there <laughs> So, like... Yeah, so the cast in this, we've got Channing and Katie Holmes, who play a couple. Um, Al Pacino plays a detective from his childhood. Ray Liotta... I like Al Pacino as, like, your childhood detective. (laughs) Your Your friendly friendly childhood detective. Uh, Ray Liotta plays his boss. Awful self. Has he ever played a good guy? I am not sure. I'm going to check his IMDb here in a second. And then Tracy Morgan shows up um, Mm -hmm. later in the show as a childhood friend grown up. So. Woof. Yeah. So, yeah, the cast is really interesting. It's kind of like a solid jumble of people. Yeah. But, like, okay, so basic plot. Channing Tatum, he's a cop. Mm -hmm. He grew, he's living in Staten Island. He grew up in Queens and, like, the projects. Mm -hmm. Do you know why the projects are called the projects? I feel like I've heard before, but if you don't, please explain. Yes, okay, cool. So, I learned this in my sociology class in college. I paid for this. (laughs) I I paid so much for this. Just kidding. My dad did. Um, Just kidding. It was the government. I had FAFSA. Uh, (laughs) Just kidding. So, somebody else paid for me. It's a small amount of college education. So... The, um, essentially the projects are called the projects because they were doing an experiment to see if condensed housing, like, vertically Mm -hmm. would be, like, better for cities, if it would, like, save a lot of room while allowing, like, populations to grow, if instead of spreading out, like, a suburb, we, like, created housing that was smaller, more affordable, and went up in, like, Mm -hmm. a high-rise sort of situation, um, so it was a project that was created. What they learned from a socio, from a socio, from a socio standpoint, from a sociology standpoint, is that the when you are um, when a neighborhood is across from each other, like in a suburban or like mm-hmm. cul-de-sac sort of environment, because you people are more likely to care for their neighbors okay when there's like a lot of shared like space and Mm -hmm. like visual space Mm -hmm. and they see each other all day yeah but there's something about the enclosed like this is my door and i don't go anywhere else like there's no yard to play in their children aren't like 
you know, like moving around together. There isn't like a community. Right. Like, there's no community right. necessarily. Yeah. People are far less likely to care for their neighbors. So when crime would occur or any sort of thing, you know, like horrible things would go down as they could in any neighborhood. But there was like, I didn't know those people. Mm-hmm. Like it was a very much a like, these are my walls and I don't take care of anything outside of that. Right. Or if you have like a spread out sort of thing, like these are your walls, but this is your yard and it's connected to their yard. So you've probably spoken to them. Your right. Kids right. probably ride the same bus and they wave at each other. Like, there's more of a, like, you might, you are more likely to know people you live near Mm -hmm. if you're, like, spread out. Yeah, that makes sense. If you're spread out horizontally as opposed to, like, vertically. So the projects became what they are and what we know is, like, the projects because it was actually just a project and they were experimenting to see if this would, what this would do and if it would work. And it did help to create, like, affordable housing and... You can fit more people in a smaller space, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that it is a good, healthy, safe place to live right. in, like, vertical housing. Mm-hmm. So, apartments are super the norm, but I think that's also why... I think that also has a lot to do with why apartment complexes have really begun to be, like, look at the community spaces mm-hmm. that we have, and you can, like, you know, if you're working out... In the same room as people, you might talk to them if you see them every day. Like, right, yeah. If there's, like, pools and if there's community spaces and, like, bars and restaurants that they put in these communities mm-hmm. to give everyone, like, a common space to create, to, like, help fill in the gaps of that whatever, like, natural mental, like, nope yeah, that happens. Yeah, compartmentalization. Yeah, that happens yeah. when you're living in boxes as opposed to, like, spread out, like, yeah. homes. Yeah, that makes sense. So, the project's. Anyways, Channing Tatum grew up in the project. Not actual Channing. What's his name? Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. Or Milk. He was the only white kid in the neighborhood. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this is nothing to do with Harvey Milk. <laughs> that man was a revolutionary. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, really what? I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> Why is he called Milk? Oh, we need some milk. So... <laughs> You've seen that video? I showed you that? I think so, yeah. I think it's so good. So I told my mom about it. She was crying laughing when I was telling her about, like, shouting that at things. It was good. Anyways, so I should have said that when I hurt my knee this morning. Oh, we need some milk. So, Jay Tatum grew up in the projects in Queens. Mm-hmm. And um, he lived with his grandmother. Yeah, he lived with his grandmother. This dude, so what we learned through flashbacks is that um, when Channing was a kid, he was friends with a couple of people named Vinny and... Vicky. Vicky? Cool. I was like, Crystal? Kiki? Nope. I don't know. <laughs> None of those. I've been listening to Drake a lot, so... <laughs> so any number of names could show up. <laughs> um, so he's hanging out with them. This, like, super druggy dude was like super pissed he's been stealing his grandma's like social security checks Mm -hmm. or disability checks or whatever she's getting she's getting some sort of like income and then she gets a check every week and this druggy dude comes and like takes her money Mm -hmm. and she like can't do anything about it and she's like too nice and old and doesn't do anything and he's like super freaked out so somehow this dude gets super mad at him. He might have, like, taken the checks back or something, or who knows what happened. I think he stole his gun. Oh. The kid stole his gun. Because he keeps saying, like, 
where's that kid milk? Like, he yeah. has my gun. Yeah. So that drunky dude busts up into the apartment. Channing Tatum's little boy character is, like, hiding out in the bathroom. The dude busts in and Channing shapes shate, him. <laughs> he sharts him right in the chest. <laughs> he shoots him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what a shading is, but I don't want it. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah. What would that be? I don't need to think about it. Yeah, we don't need to go there. <laughs> so, yeah, he shoots him. So, he shoots him dead. He's yeah. super dead. There's blood everywhere. And so, now these kids are like, we got to figure out, like, cover up a murder. Yeah, you know? because like, the cops, they, right? clearly there's a bad relationship between the cops and the people who live in the projects. Huh, no way. <laughs> this is also 1986 when this is happening. Yeah. So, they're, like, trying to cover it up. Some other, like, druggy dude from the, like, some just, like... Building. Uh, other person from the building comes in to poop in their apartment. <laughs> and, like, sees the blood, takes the gun. Um, so, like, Channing's having all of these... Do we want to just run through... Let's run through the whole backstory. Yeah, first, So yeah. we're not coming back to it. Yeah, that's probably fair. So this is the backstory portion that we see through flashbacks throughout... Um, so then they're like, okay, we gotta cover it up, we're gonna put him out in the alley, nobody cares about him, the cops don't care, like, no one, like, what, like, whatever, and they're like, he's got a bullet in him, they're gonna know it wasn't, like, an OD, like, yeah, obviously, and they're like, well, whatever. Yeah. They put him outside, detectives are checking it out, um, we find out that Channing Tatum's dad was an officer, mm-hmm. and he was Al Pacino's partner, uh, at work. And so Al comes in, and he's like, hey, we need to have a talk outside. Because mm-hmm. he somehow has, like, pieced suspects. together. Suspects that, like, the his kids partner's son knows something or was a part of it or, like, something's up. Yeah. And he kind of, like, does a little, I don't know, weird father figure guilt trip kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, ooh, that's kind of scary. So, like, Channing... Or Jonathan and Vinny, Milk and Vinny, are like, we gotta get out of here. This place sucks. Like, yeah, Vinny's got a lot of stuff oh, going on in his life Vinny, too. Yeah, we find out that Vinny is uh, effectively being raped by his uh, mother's boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, and like Milk witnesses a little bit and then does it, but like doesn't say anything. Uh, this all happens up on a rooftop, which is mm-hmm. like just. <sighs> That was actually the worst part of the whole movie for me. It was just like, so sad. Oh no, this kid. Yeah. And, if, and he's like talking to his friend and he's like, you know, I'm not a faggot, right? Like, yeah. I, like, I didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. And he's just like, quiet. He's like, it, yeah. it doesn't matter, man. <laughs> like, it's, it's so like, heartbreaking. It just sucks. Yeah. Like, it just, like, this situation sucks. Yeah. So they're like, my mom's boyfriend is $1,000. I found it. I have a key to the apartment. I can just go in. We can get the money and then we can like get out of here yeah so they try to like so they get into the apartment and then that one creepy dude who like took a poop <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. took the gun such a weird yeah he lot. like th- he like th- he's like he's pieced some stuff together and he told milk he was like uh that guy owed me money he's like that guy owed me money you give me the three hundred dollars and like i don't say anything and milk's like uh my kid <laughs> Yeah, because they're, like, 10 like, years old or something at that yeah, point. Yeah, they're, like, real... They're small. Yeah. They're small people. And so... Well, probably the, maybe a little older than that, but not much. I didn't I, do the I math. I don't think it was much. It was 10 to 12, maybe. Yeah. So... The, um... 
So that dude shows up at the apartment because he, like, there's, like, a dog. Oh, yeah, his dog Charlie is out there barking in the hallway because he's mm-hmm. like, oh, he we're going to take the dog, dog with us. Yeah. Like, of course, like, I'm running away from home. I'm going to bring my dog. Yeah. Um, so the creepy dude shows up because he hears some commotion. And then, like, Milk gets out of the apartment to try and, like, stop him. And the mm-hmm. dog gets real worked up and, like, bites the guy. Yeah. And he's like, Charlie, stop. Charlie, stop. Charlie, be quiet. So the guy kicks his dog real hard. Yeah. Kills the dog. And, like, Milk pushes him down a stairway and he cracks his head on the tile. Yeah. And he, he's dead. He ch- basically, like, pushes him out of the way and then... Yeah, he, like... It's not like he in- intentionally was like, no, he push you down the like, stairs. He was I'm just like, I'm upset and I pushed you like, and like, there okay. were stairs. He's like, I'm upset and I'm scared and you just hurt my dog. Yeah. And so like, get out of here and yeah. smack right on, right on down the stairway. Yeah. I never really thought too much about dying falling downstairs until that moment. I was like, oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've fallen, I've fallen up staircases. Yeah. That's a difficult thing to do, but <laughs> yes, I have it done it. In it's high possible, school, though. in high school, I was going up the stairs, and I, like, tripped, and somehow I ended up going up a couple of steps, yeah. and then sliding down the hallway. It was like... <laughs> That's talent, Katie. <laughs> I am falling with style. Yep. <laughs> that is in. me. <laughs> um, yeah. Math class and beyond. So, I think I was really trying to go to math class. It been, like, senior year. It was pretty... Um, it was the most ridiculous, like... Anyway, How yeah. did I get so far? <laughs> so, I don't think they ever run away. No, they don't get to run away. Yeah. So, they're ta- so like they don't get the money and stuff and they got to, you know, figure out what to do with another body and a, and a dead dog and Yeah. So they're talking about it later and they're like, "Man, he's like, my mom's going to send me back to the hospital again." And I was like, "Why is he going to the hospital?" I was like, "Oh, mental hospital." Mhm. They believe he has schizophrenia or they're framing him for it. Who even knows? Yeah. Because he keeps saying island. they're like, j- he thinks they're just trying to get rid of him. Yeah, he's like, I think they're so trying to get rid of me. He's, we're never actually sure if he is hearing voices or if his parent, if his mom just says that he is. Yeah, who knows? That's gaslighting to the extreme. <sighs> yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah, That's like tra- very traditional gaslighting. Yep. Like um, yellow wallpaper style. <laughs> yes. Make them think they're crazy. Uh, um,. So the so the, Vinny ends up going to the mental hospital. Bill comes to visit him, and Vinny's like a wreck, like mm-hmm. pale, can't really walk, can't really talk. Like you can barely, tell he's been medicated and is just been highly out medicated, of it. probably tortured in some you know like electroshock therapy is probably happening. Who knows? Like yeah, some crazy stuff's going on. And he's like, I never told anybody. He's like, you're my only friend. Like, I never told anybody. I didn't. I never told anybody anything. Yeah. So those are the majority of the flashbacks that are really important. Yeah. Present day. Channing well, there has, is one more. Oh, what? Where um, Al Pacino's character comes back oh, again. Oh, yeah. And does right. that same, like, dad threat where yeah. he's basically like, um, he shows Jonathan the gun. Yeah. That he has somehow gotten in his possession. Mm-hmm. And is like, hey, there's two adults and no one cares about them and they're dead. And rather than draw this out anymore, I'm just going to close the cases because mm-hmm. no one cares. And basically tells him, like, you have to learn to live with this. Like, you're free to go. Like, you're a child. Like, we're not going to draw this out, but suck it up. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, 
but like, and then he's like, you're gonna be a man, yeah, and you're gonna have to learn to deal with this, yeah. So learn how to deal with this, yeah. So that's the end of the childhood flashbacks. Cool. So present day, present day, Staten Island, present 2002. day, yeah. <laughs> 2002. Yeah, <laughs> 2002. At first, I was like, why does 2002 matter? It's because it's that it does, yeah. So 2002, Staten Island, Channing Tatum has a daughter named Charlie, and he's married to Katie Holmes, and he's a cop, and he has recently been transferred into his dad's old precinct in the neighborhood where he grew up. Mm-hmm. And so he's working and stuff, and he has, like, a partner that's just, like, the worst kind of human cool. being. So when you think about bad cops, you probably think about this bag of poop. <laughs> He's the kind of cop who isn't, like, out to do bad. No, he is. I mean, like, he's not, he, to the extent of the other characters, but he's definitely... I mean, he's not, like, he's there, people, like, no, the cannibal but, like, cop. <laughs> he's there to, like, exert his power over everyone, and oh. he does not care about justice. Yeah, like... But he might not be purposefully, like, racial like intentionally, misogyny. like, yeah, doing... Crime, but he's not no, helping yeah. anything. He's not like, I'm trying to cover up that I'm a murderer like yeah. Dexter. <laughs> like, that's not why. No, you know, like, but like, he is taking full advantage of his, his position, position of power. Yeah. So he's out there. He's just a general terrible just person. <laughs> being a real turd. Like, when you think about that guy pooping in the bathroom full of blood, that's the equivalent of this as a person. <laughs> So his partner's just, like, a real piece of work. Yeah. I just have so many good things to say about him. And uh, his boss is Ray Liotta. His boss is a piece of work. Yeah, so basically he's, like, out doing his job, and he's coming home late, and he's kind of, like, stressed out and stuff, and he's a little, like, bewildered. He lives two hours away. Yeah. His, his daughter has seizures a lot, and he's not home. Yeah, so his wife's real worried, yeah. and he's just like, I don't know what to do. Apparently they've never it's turned like, the lights on in their house, because it's always dark. <laughs> yeah, well, they got to save on the electric bill. I guess. He's like, it's just temporary, it's temporary, it's temporary, like, this isn't a long-term thing, this is just, like, a transfer, and, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> so then, uh, at the same time, it starts popping up in, like, the newspaper that someone is writing letters to the newspaper saying, like, two bodies were found in 1986, Someone, like, covered this up. Like, the cops don't care about it. Like, mm-hmm. care. Like, and so all these letters just keep coming up talking about, like, yeah, 1986. Yeah, like, every week there's this new letter. Two bodies. Yeah. Like, cops covered, like, cops don't care. Like, when will something happen? Yeah. Like, nobody did anything. And yeah. And so Ray Liotta assigns these two guys to yeah. go talk to the, the reporter. reporter. And also name? Lauren Bridges. No, I meant the actress. Actress, I don't. She wasn't someone recognizable. Yeah, she was. I didn't recognize her. She was her. extremely recognizable. She's a famous actress. I have never heard of her. You're an idiot. Well. <laughs> our first fight. This isn't our first fight. No, it's, um, oh God, why can't I think of her name? It's Juliette Binoche. I've never heard of her. Look at her filmography. You've seen her before. I'm, po- I'm positive. Well, I've never seen any of these movies that she's been in. But she's been in a lot of them. I believe it. I just do you didn't see recognize those, her. Do you see those movies? Yeah. Yeah. Those are big movies. English overall. patient. But she's French. She's in a lot of French movies, but I... Yeah. 
She's French, but she ends I up being... I did not recognize her at all. She's like diet Marion Cotillard. <laughs> okay. She is. I mean, that's, you know, like she's really... I love her. She's in one of my favorite movies called Dan in Real Life. Oh, I've never that. seen that. It's so good. Again, more... I've never seen anything she's been in, apparently. Well, she's lovely. Um, The... Uh, so anyway, so they go talk to the reporter. And, and this whole time, like... The boss keeps, like, making sure Channing sees these newspaper things. Yeah. And, like, he starts suspiciously getting, like, his locker in the, you know, break room vandalized. And, like, just curious stuff keeps happening. curious things. Yeah. So they go to talk to the reporter. Yeah. I don't know. You pick it up from there. I don't remember. (laughs) Basically, she's like, I'm going to keep publishing these as soon as I get the, as often as I get them. And clearly Channing recognizes the case that they're talking about. Because <laughs> it's his Cause own. Because it's him. And um, that just keeps escalating. There keeps being more letters. They start, he starts getting threats. Someone, mm, phone threats. Yeah. They call, start calling him. They call his wife and just leave creepy messages. Um trying to think call his cell phone and one night he he thinks starts thinking about it and realizes that he thinks that Vinny might be in on it Mm -hmm. because he's the only other person that really knows all of the stuff that went down um so he goes to talk to him and that's where we meet um Tracy Morgan's character who's back living in the projects with his mom um and he Channing goes to talk to his mom and she's like he's not the kid that you yeah. Remember, like, a lot has happened to him. Yeah. Since then, like, the past haunts him. Like, he's not who you, th- like, and he's like, I'll just go talk to him. It'll be fine. So he goes up to the roof and talks to him. <laughs> and, like, he's clearly, like, out of the mental hospital now, but, like, not the same. Yeah. Clearly damaged from all of whatever happened to him when he was hospitalized. Um, and,. Channing, he keeps saying, like, I never told anybody, like, I knew you would be good, like, he doesn't say a lot, but he just kind of, he recognizes Milk, like, from his childhood, and, um, but, and Channing still thinks that he's behind things, but it doesn't seem like he's capable of all of that, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, no, he's, like, doesn't have, like, the capacity to... Yeah. I mean, he probably does have the capacity to, but he's probably been, like, drugged and brain raped for years and years, so, like... Yeah, he doesn't really have the, the like, foresight to go through with all of this. Yeah. Like, and he wouldn't tell anyway, because, like, mm-hmm. his entire life has been keeping this secret. It's been keeping the secret and... As a means of protecting themselves. Yes, and Milk kept his secret. Mm-hmm. So, I, so it was a matter of, like, I think respect for each other. Like, well, I would never tell anyone about that. Yeah. Like, like, why would I do that? Like, yeah. I would never do that to you because there's no. There's no gain there. Yeah. For any of us, if to like to tell anybody. So they were keeping each other's secrets, which sort of gave them like a little, kind of a brother bond mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, as Channing is getting ready to leave, visiting Vinny that night, that's when like. Someone like rear-ends his car in the parking oh, lot and like yeah. leaves another letter with him saying like, "You could end this." Like, On a guest check. Yeah, like 
it's there's another like letter and there's it says like you know you could make this go away because it's essentially hurting the reputation of the cops and mm-hmm. but if it gets out basically his life and Charlie detective Charlie's life will both be ruined for everything that has gone down forever yeah this is also a really interesting um idea they were they did a lot of talking about um how uh what was it like love fades basically yeah they were just like really cop, like point. cops aren't he's gonna said, be loved and adored anymore yeah he said it's only been a year since like so many hundred of us died in the line of duty at nine eleven during nine eleven and like the love is already wearing off. He yeah. ba- really his character said like they're already not saying thank you anymore. Yeah. And, and it was, was just like, like wow, are like, you feeling personally whoa. victimized by you guys being like corrupted <laughs> dudes? <laughs> like, like sorry that you're all super not you're all like sorry that you're like running a corrupt force here and like yeah. people are like call- holding you accountable to that yeah, uh, yeah. Gross. <laughs> okay gross. super gross yeah Blech. but yeah the like the, i was like wow that's a lot of like foreshadowing of like cops are gonna be hated someday and i'm like yeah she point yeah. out like flat out says that once and we're like well that's we're like well that's we're living in that ominous. reality right now we're like <laughs> i like hate watching cop movies because i'm like I hate watching cop movies where cops are all heroes and stuff. Because I'm like, dude. But it's like, this is what I really hate. Is that they show, like, the cops that are actually trying to do some good. Mm-hmm. And then they also show the cops that are real SOBs. But, like, the cops that are out there doing a good job are not calling out the cops that are terrible. Right. Like, they aren't, like, yeah. holding their brothers accountable to be, like, yeah. you cannot speak this way, the way that you're thinking. Like, yeah. they aren't talking about implicit bias in movies and at least yeah. acting like, oh, he's just one of those guys who's just They're a trying racist. trying to do good, but... Who's just, like, yeah. a racist douchebag. Like, no! He's a racist douchebag. <laughs> And cannot wear that badge. Yeah. Like, all of the... There are so many things that happen in movies with cops that I'm like, if this is not grounds for, like, firing someone so fast (laughs) in every other job, Mm -hmm. but somehow these are supposed to be our, like, community protectors behaving in this way? Yeah. No. I'm sorry. Like, mm, 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 get a new job. Or... Get a new mindset. <laughs> yep. And a new job. Because you clearly can't handle the power trip that you're giving yourself. And you're just in your own little circle jerk. I'm done. <laughs> Good. I love the term circle jerk. It's one of my most favorite things. It's not my favorite thing, but it's like I love <laughs> referencing that. And it's good. It's good. <laughs> Anyways. Just thinking about editing this later. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> Don't make this a mini soda. <laughs> he talks about cops, and it sucks because like I'm fam- like my family is friends with a lot of police officers, and yeah. they're wonderful. And at the same time, I'm like, if you are not holding the people in your industry accountable to their actions and their words, yeah. pertaining to the people that they have sworn to protect, yeah, like you aren't doing your job, right? That's all.
Continue. So where were we in the plot? I don't know anymore. Like <laughs> the, the lots the, of threats. Um, threats, 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 threats. Being threats, threats. rendered at the place. Um, he finally all this whole time he's um, Jonathan's been keeping his wife in the dark about what's really going on because that's one way to do it. Um, so I think it's after he finally. It's not on screen. But I think he does finally tell her what's happening when she's just like, why are you always out so late? Like, what is going on? Why are all these phone calls? Is there someone else? Like, what is what is happening? Why mm-hmm. are we suddenly in danger? And, danger. Yeah. So, at one point, um, I think there's, like, another letter, and then... Channing goes to confront the journalist, like, off hours, not in uniform, just to talk to her, because he's personally involved in it. She doesn't know that. So he tries, he's like, just give it a week before you publish this. And she's like, oh, that's what all you cops want. And he's like, no, you're not listening. Like, this is about me. But, like, he doesn't exactly want to, like, confess to her either. So someone has been trailing them and is taking pictures, which we can see because of the classic, like, freeze frame clicky like, noise. Like, here's a scene we're watching. Black and white. I'm like, what Black year and white. is this? That's like, cool. Oh. 2002? I guess. <laughs> this movie was not made in 2002, though. No. <sighs> so, <laughs> immediately, like, he, she gives him the, like, the next day's headline is like, this is what I'm going to publish if you don't. If, like, no matter what you say, um, I'm going to break the story. And then he leaves, and someone, probably whoever was taking the pictures... Yeah, who was taking the pictures? Follows her, I think it's, um, well... Ray Liotta? Yeah. Um, chases her down, like, follows her home and shoots her and kills her. Um, and so Channing finds out about that on the news the next day, and they're like, that's when he has this front page newsletter that says you know like detective charlie you know covered up these murders and we want to get this like case solved and not just be ignored because it happened in the projects so he finally tells his wife like it was me that killed those people and i don't know how to fix this like now that it's coming out and hope I she probably puts two and two together that like he was a child when this happened. Um, well, it was nineteen eighty six. Yeah, so like. But he calls, but like Ray calls, Channing a cold blooded killer. <laughs> and I was like, okay, a murderer and a cold blooded killer are not necessarily the same thing. Yeah. Cops love to stereotype, just like I love to stereotype cops. Apparently. <laughs> so. Yeah, eventually, I can't remember what happens, but um, he gets a phone call at his house that says, like, hey, your partner's outside, go for a ride with him. It's the creepy voice that's been calling him that's clearly been Ray Liotta this entire time. And says, like, you're going to go take a ride and leave your family there. Um, So he goes with him and shows up at someone's apartment. I don't even know where they were. It's not that important. But he gets there, his boss, Ray Liotta, is there, and... Charlie the detective is there. So, it turns out, Charlie the detective is getting ready to retire, and when he does, Ray Liotta's character is taking his position as whatever he is. Oh. Um, 
And Ray Liotta's character is also the godson of the detective Charlie Al Pacino's character. So they've been in on a lot of things together. And basically they're like, hey, we need these letters to stop because it's making cops look bad. And so we're going to figure out a way to take care of it so that it all goes away. So what they tell Channing is you're going to go home and be with your family and we're going to make it look like there was a deranged person writing letters to this woman and then killed her and then killed himself. And so you can tell he's super uncomfortable and not happy with how this is going Especially knowing that the two yeah, men are no. in on it. Like, his partner's I, kind of in on it. I'm pretty unhappy with how this is like, going. <laughs> it, it's pretty awful. I'm disappointed. <laughs> but he's like, he doesn't really know how else to fix it. Mm-hmm. And not get shot on the spot. by, Except to go along with it. So he leaves. As he's on the highway and he's thinking about it. And he realizes what they've said is that this lonely man who's been sending the letters killed her and then killed himself. So he realizes what they're going to do is go kill Vinny and frame it so that it looks like he committed suicide and that wraps up all the loose ends. So he realizes what's happening and he has like a bunch like they patch together a bunch of the flashbacks of like you're my best friend and like Mm -hmm. all these different things about how close the two guys were. And so he's like, I can't let this happen. Like, I can't just abandon him and let him take the fall for this. Nope. Um, Especially because now he doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah. Um, So he turns around, goes back to the projects, goes up on the roof, finds all of them in a standoff with their guns. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're all, like, hanging around or whatever. And I guess he comes busting up and he's like, Vinny. And then he gets shot. So, basically... By his reckless cop partner. Yeah, so he goes up on the roof. They're, they've cornered Vinny up there and are ready to shoot him. Yeah. When he busts in, they turn and shoot at him instead. What a poop, dude. Like, <laughs> that piece of crap guy. So, he gets shot. <laughs> I've never heard you speak so harshly of someone. Piece of crap guy. <laughs> wow. You know, wow. That's really strong feelings. Like, so, they shoot at Channing, and he's on the ground, and they're like, then they turn the gun back on Vinny. No, they try to give the gun to Vinny and tell him that Channing has ruined his life and you need to shoot Channing. <laughs> super messed up and like for some reason they think that this guy is gonna believe them so tracy morgan's standing there they the the cop has handed tracy morgan the gun is trying to get him to shoot channing instead he shoots at ray Liotta, who is standing like right in they're they're like chest to chest with a yeah. gun between them yep and he's just like oh no but and goes, i'm like you didn't think that oh was gonna God. could you a possibility a gun and you're so creating tension yeah so uh, Tracy Morgan shoots him, and then Al Pacino, upset that that guy has been shot, turns and, like, shoots off a whole bunch of gunshots at Tracy Morgan, and he falls off the side of the building. Yeah. So now half of them have all been shot. <laughs> it's a disaster. Al Pacino says, like, he tells um, Channing's character, like, just go 
get out of here. Like, yeah. Now that, you know, the one cop is injured or possibly dead and the other one is, and Vinny is dying, like, it's all going to work out the way we wanted to. So Channing goes downstairs and, like, stays with his friend, like, during his, like, last few moments. And they have the same conversation of, like, we never told anybody. Like, we always kept our secrets. Like, everything's going to be okay. And then, based, then, like, after that, you just see, like, the actual front page of the newspaper, which does everything they said they would do, that frames, now that Vinny's dead, him for... Um, the letters. For the letters and for shooting Rayliota's character. And then Channing is home with his family. And then you get the very last bit, which is that um, we see who is actually writing the letters. It's kind of... <gasps> dun, dun, yeah. so dun. It's, it's kind of funny because this whole time, the like crap partner has been saying, like, if, it was, if the guy writing these was a real man, he would sign his name. And surprise, it's a woman. Who's smart? So she it turns it out to be Vicky, the little the girl that was friends with them when they were kids, who has seen who witnessed the first murder. Yeah, and she saw through the window the second one. Oh yeah. But she doesn't know the context of right. all the stuff. She doesn't. I don't think she knows about the abuse that's going on. Yeah. The stealing of whatever. Like she just sees the stuff that has happened and the fact that no one cared. And yep. that someone covered up everything. So she's been sending these letters to the newspaper trying to get attention brought to it. And so she's writing a one last letter to uh, Jonathan. Yeah. Basically saying, like, I wasn't doing this to get to hurt you or Vinny. It was to get, like, everyone else to pay attention and care about us. Yeah, I was trying to get justice like, for the, to prove that we the matter. people who covered stuff up. Yeah. And then... Um, like, seals it up and, like, signs her name and sends it to his house. And is like, I'm done with this. And that's you're the end. You're free now. Everyone's like, yeah. you're free, Channing, you're and free. And I, I was just left wondering, like, what about her life? Like, she's still in the projects. Like, she's still seeing all this crap. She's Smart. trying to make a difference and basically, like, made sure the white kid got out and... Really problematic. That was it. It's kind of weird. But. This is a problematic movie. Yeah. So, do you want to read some of the? Oh, I would love nothing the... more than to so read. We tried some of these to download this movie a week ago, and we're reading the reviews about it, and saved some because they are exceptional. Okay. This review is titled "Privy." <laughs> Pretty riveting stuff until that ending. Five stars for Johnny May. Three exclamation marks. This was on. Uh, this was submitted on uh, August tenth, two thousand sixteen. Oh. I bought this to see the performance of my favorite rising star, Johnny May. She portrayed the mother of Tracy Morgan's character, Vincent. She was on screen one time. Mm, yes. She is so convincing as the mother of a mentally ill young man with no direction in his life. Um, she uh, might have been she the cause. stole his direction in his life. Yeah. And may have caused a mental illness. It, if nothing Maybe. else, because of her relationship with that abusive boyfriend. Mm. 
<laughs> anyway. Their background story is so sad. Correct. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever seen Tracy Morgan in a dramatic role. Same. And he made me feel for his character. Well, glad you felt something. <laughs> the end was heartbreaking. And if not for the anticlimactic denouement. Denouement? Is that a word? What yes. does that mean? I'll look it up for sure. But Okay, cool. I would say that I don't know why so many people give this film such a low rating. But having seen the end of it, I'm glad they got to the end. <laughs> I can we say, almost didn't, so... I can say that this is the reason. Otherwise, the actors were solid. The writer just seemed to run out of ideas at, towards the end because I saw that ending coming a mile away. Just like she saw people dying a mile away. <laughs> that was stupid. So, I didn't really need to... Denouement means the final part of a play, movie, or narrative in which the strands of the plot are drawn together and manners are explained or resolved. So, the plaid part of the movie, as my dad likes to call it. The plaid part. When everything works together. Cool. This is kind of a plaid movie. Is this Mm, plaid? No. (laughs) No? I mean, it's it's not super open-ended. No, plaid to my dad means everything is happy happy and all works out. Oh, Quintessential plaid is Sleepless in Seattle. Yes. This is not plaid. The plaidiest movie. (laughs) Cool. This is my other favorite. Yeah. Some of not much. I think they meant to say sun. Oh, yeah, probably. But it also has like a a U, like S-U-M. Yeah. Either way, it's it's, like a, the pun is off. The, the pun is not working for them. <laughs> this is a nice short one. Really not much of a movie here. Channing Tatum gives a prolonged study in troubled, concerned, etc. Pacino appears briefly, both early and late. Holmes is also worried as a wife. No one has much of anything interesting to say. And Ray Liotta shouts... <laughs> I like that that's <laughs> just a bunch of facts about this movie. <laughs> about like, and they're well. true. Yeah, there are so many really good reviews of this movie, yeah. but I like that one the yeah. most. <laughs> really, a Oda study shows. in trouble <laughs> and concern. I know there were some that we read were like they talked about Channing being puffy, yes, and something yeah. else, and I was like, I don't They're know, like, oh, he's a little. They uglied him up, and he's real puffy, and I'm like, they you gave him a mustache, yeah, and he got in a car wreck, yeah, I don't, and he might really... have gained a little dad weight, but like, but like, but he just looked like a normal, like I'm was sorry fine. that he wasn't some hunky cop for us to ogle. <laughs> this was one of the few times that I was just like. Oh, yeah, Channon's just doing his thing, and yeah. I wasn't really thinking about him. I was just right. like, yeah, Puffy? Yeah, we, yeah. Started, off like, mo- we started off the movie, and I was, I was like, like I don't yeah, see it. I mean, if I killed someone, I'd probably be a little Puffy, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't Puffy. There was some really good acting in this movie, though. I thought the kids yeah. did a really great job. Man. They did a really great like, job. too good. Yeah, of being, like... In just bad situations and like, Look. yeah, they they did a really good job. And as the one review pointed out, I thought Tracy Morgan did a good job too. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Like the actress, were, like I wasn't like bothered by the acting. There were some writing moments where I was yeah. like, cool. She like when uh, when uh, brioche. Yeah, <laughs> she was just like, she said a like a a, a mucky pup. Yeah, is the. Is what they call the son, the son of, of a, a cop. cop. 
She was like, you look like the son of no one. <laughs> I was like, really? What? Like, is that even a phrase? Like, like, I know you're a writer, but like, oh my God. Like, what in the world is happening like, I don't here? know what that's about. Like, she would just say things that you were like, oh. Are you trying to make her seem like interesting? Yeah. Because she can like insult really well. I don't know. But like, not that well. Also, like, who are you to be like, you look like a son of no one. And I'm like, he just looks like a puffy cop. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, he just looks like... Yeah, some like, of the writing was just really... Like, oh. Mm. Yeah, a lot of the... Like, they were talking about... At one point, I was like, wait, who's writing to what? Yeah, who's there were things where we're like, we're, like, we're not entirely sure what's happening. Well, we know it's a mother effer. That's all we know. <laughs> we're just like, wait, who's who? in charge here? What? Huh? There was a lot, because they just were, you know, they wouldn't say anybody's name. They were just like, this effa, this heifer. And I was like, cool, but like, but who are you talking about? <laughs> like, they would say, like. And they did have a lot of flashbacks, too, Leonardo's in the middle of that. character yeah. was just speaking in such like a, like he was speaking in tongues. <laughs> like, it was he all was just yelling. cryptic. <laughs> he yells. But, like, his conversations were all, like, really cryptic, and he wasn't really saying what he exactly... Yeah. ...anything, and I was like, what are you... What's up? I did yeah. like olive oil. She was probably the best part of this whole movie. <laughs> so random. There's this woman from the hood that they get, like, who clearly, like, was regularly arrested for things, like, disturbance or... Yeah. Like, whatever. Um, she was homeless, so she was in there all the time, and they were just like, hey, olive oil, you looking good today? <laughs> like, they see her all the time. Yeah. She's just like this, you know, sassy, poor woman, just like out there trying to live in the streets. She's mad. Yeah. She's mad about it. Yeah. And I was like, I like Olive. <laughs> I like Olive. She's, she's good people out there. Yeah. Just trying to, just trying to do her thing, telling everybody back up. I don't know. How many, are we done? Yeah. <laughs> How many Channing Tatums do you give this movie? Hmm. Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. It has a Channing, so there's it gets one by default. Yes, there's one by default. <laughs> it's not a bad I give bad it a two movie. for Katie Holmes, because I like her. Yeah. Like, Holmes I can see hero. why it didn't do great in theaters and stuff. Was like, it in theaters? It had to have been. It had Al Pacino and everybody in it. God. But, like, it wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't a good movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like it was, like it was low thing. budget or, cre- like, yeah. any of that like, bad movie. It. But, like... Yeah, I did. Those reviews were correct. It had a lot of potential. Yeah. And it was just it was like... It kind of slow for a while. Yeah. Just like... Yeah. I need a haircut. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sure you know how to do that. <laughs> um, not to myself. I don't really know what I need. I just need someone else to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'll give it... I'll give it two... Two for effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two for effort. <laughs> they tried. Yeah. There were some really interesting parts. I was like, this would be maybe an interesting, like, mini series where you yeah. could, like, actually flesh some characters out. you could really get into out. some of the stuff. Or if it was maybe. more action-y and less just, like, close-up dramatic chanting faces. Yeah. I mean, he was so puffy. I just couldn't... <laughs> I, I was so distracted. <laughs> I guess so someone was super upset about how puffy he is. <laughs> like, like he did you does sit not down? Look like, <laughs> like, did you sit down and you're like, I'm gonna watch Chatham be 
Shane and be sexy, and it's like, no, this is honey. not the movie. This he is not the has a mustache on that. the cover. Like, why would you think? Go watch. She's the man. <laughs> that flip phone action, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get over that. Moment. I'll never get over that moment in my life. I was like, wow. He's really trying to pretend that he's not smooth. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's single. <laughs> I guess. Yes, I that's got accurate. over the sadness. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. Anything else about this movie? It could have been good is the tagline it should have. It could have been, yeah, like the son of no one. It could have been good. Could could have, could have been good. Yeah. Could have been good. Cut up a good. I don't know. I'm really good at this. Um, yeah, so that's the movie. So that's the movie. That's all we got. Yeah. Wrap up the tape. We're so close to oh my good God. movies. How we have what? We have one G. more G. that I haven't heard of. We have the Eagle. I think oh is next. God. I don't know what that's about. And there's then, a restaurant called the Eagle, and it's delicious. Well, maybe that's based on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that that's what the deal is. I'm checking the spreadsheet. Hang on. Loading. Scroll down. Okay, so, after that, we have The Vow and 21 Jump Street and Magic Mike. Oh, yes. Oh, we're going to finish so, up the year strong. Yeah, we are. Magic Mike by Those Christmas, guys. Those are three of my favorites. Magic Mike by Christmas. Mm, you're so close. <laughs> People are like, how long are you going to have this podcast? I'm like, at least until we get through the Tatumverse. But if he continues making movies, then, like, I guess we'll be we'll doing see. this forever. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> we're at least going to make it through Magic Mike. <laughs> we're, we're catching up quicker than we thought, though. Yeah, we are. A little bit. He's got some, mm. some suckers in there. We've still got What, another... we're only ten years that way now? <laughs> um, How, like, I don't what remember year what year at? this came out. Um, we're at... Da, da, da. 2011. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we're so like seven got, years to get through. Yeah, we we've still made got, it through like ten years or so. Yeah. That's pretty that's pretty good. I feel really good about that. This won't be forever. No. Let's see, we've got <laughs> five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty five, thirty, thirty five, forty, thirty five, fifty. <laughs> fifty two years to catch up to now. It's not going as fast. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, but well, still, yeah, but they're getting better. They are getting better. I'm, I'm terrified for Foxcatcher. That's gonna be a rough one. Yeah. All right. We'll have to watch the hateful eight again. You ready for the sexy voice? Here we go. Hey everybody, you reached the end of the podcast. It's time to wrap it up. Get out your Christmas presents. Scotch tape. <laughs> your scissors. Your wrapping paper. Wrap this up with me. If you found any of this remotely tantalizing, you might be a cop. <laughs> if you are, call 911. Talk to someone. Go talk to someone that you have implicit bias towards. Ask them about their life story. It'll be good for you. For all the rest of you out there who didn't find this tantalizing... You can check out our website for some tantalizing content. 
show notes and such. <laughs> we didn't really mention it earlier, but the end of this movie really reminded me of the Saturday Night Live sketch where they were making fun of the finale of the OC. So we'll link to that. There might be a celebrity's foot. Probably not. <laughs> Our website is viewingpartypod.com. You can also... Oh, I'm getting a text. You can, <laughs> you can also... Please tweet us and follow us on Instagram. Yes. At viewingpartypod. I just feel like I have to talk so slow when this is the, so close to my mouth. Um, oh. If you're going to talk to us, talk to any of our friends, use the hashtag LadyPodSquad. We're part of the LadyPodSquad. It's a squad of podcasters who are women or identify as such in any capacity. Mm-hmm. They're great. <laughs> Check out those other podcasts like Amanda's Picture Show A Go-Go and Large Marge Sent Us and... The, what's it called? The, it's not the chew. The thirst. The thirst. (laughs) Check out the thirst. They're these cute British girls who talk about pop culture. We like them. Sometimes they tweet us. Um, anything else? No, I think we're good. Okay, cool. Coming up soon. Coming soon. Oh, is my birthday birthday month. month. Oh my God, it's my birthday month. It's coming I sent Wesley the list of movies to watch for my birthday <laughs> month, and she said, wow, such variety. <laughs> Your birthday month is pretty standard, and mine is like, this, this, this. Well, I need a variety, of because I like a variety of movies. It's like, very wow, me. that's very broad. It is a broad spectrum <laughs> for this broad. Uh, super excited about my birthday month. I'm also going to go see Hamilton. Oh. You'll have to do... Tell us all about it. We'll probably have a whole Hamilton episode. We probably should. We're all like crying, gets not all over your microphone. <laughs> Get a text. Um, yeah. So uh, join us next week when we watch something else and talk about something different. Until then, I'm Katie. I'm Wesley. And this is Viewing, Viewing Party. Party. I love holding this mic. Yeah. It's really, it's thick. <laughs> it's a thick. It's- substantial microphone it is a substantial (laughs) microphone it's good though all right let's see if my knee let's bust a cap